This is actually very awesome. This is the Mixtag Show with Jenna and Blue, but we got a special guest a in the building. This is big. This is big, man. For real. Thank Who you. We got? Who we got? We uh, got Mr. Killings in the building. Yes. AKA Ron Killings. AKA. Well, his- our truth. Our truth. Okay, 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 okay. That be me. That be yeah, you. That be you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. How's it going, Mr. Killings? How fantastic, are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Everything's going good. Single's doing good. Um, it's a bop. I'm just getting a lot of love. You know what I'm saying? It's a, yes, it's a, dope. a lot of love. It's yes, song. yes. I seen the uh, video up on World Star, and it hit about. Almost a million views right now. Is that a million, right? That's on YouTube. It hit a million on their uh, on their homepage. Talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah, your stuff. Yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I'm working on that million on YouTube. Right, Absolutely. right. So hint, hint. So yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so go check so, it out. Yeah, go, go to check YouTube, it stream it, watch it, do listen it. to it, do what you got to do, support the man, show the love. Hey, when I get a million, I'm gonna drop the next one. What's the, what's, can we get a, can we get the name of the next one though? <laughs> can we get the name of the next one? You don't want to laugh. Y'all want a clue? Or y'all want the name of it? Give us a clue. Maybe we can figure it out. A clue? I was gonna say the name. Okay, a clue. We like clues. I like that. I like that. Yeah, give us a clue. <laughs> so the clue is the name of the song is the, a person I took a picture with that say Icon had a song the same title. All eyes on me. No, but you but you close, dog. Listen, I got. Oh, you was close. You're uh, talking about Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. Okay, I got. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was uh, close. You went straight there. Uh, thug, thug, uh, no, no, it ain't gonna be slow. Not yet. <laughs> well, yeah, not yet. Not California love. Uh-uh. Uh uh. It's coming ambi- almost amb- behind. Amb- set it off. So it's like ambitions as a, as a rider. Uh, no, I can't hit him up. Hit him up. That won't make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? It, it did. <laughs> I'm mad I think about that. It I makes was, sense, gonna, right? See, I was going to guess that, but I, was, I wanted to hear because it's <laughs> nah, a lot of cool nah, things. No, so I was like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Because like at my job, like my boy, he's like into wrestling and whatever. And he was like, yo, you heard R-Truth's new sing? I'm like, yeah. And we were like listening like, uh, earlier today. So, so everybody's like, vibing with it then, right? Yo, yeah, In my group, they was talking about it. So... He's <laughs> making his moves around. That's what I wanted to do, man. And I didn't want it to be like, um, oh, it's a typical athlete, typical wrestler, blomp the whoop the whoop or whatever. But right. it's like music is what got me involved with wrestling. You right. know what I'm saying? So I've been I've been doing that way before I got involved with wrestling. But it's just now that I'm able to like be the mature me, be the grown me, be the uh, inspired. Like I know me. Right. I, I I I sat in my saddle. I know how to ride me. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. it's like almost like. Taking your shoes off and grounding yourself with the earth, man, with, with knowing who you are and comfortable. You got your head up, you know what I'm saying? Your assurance. Proud. You got that faith, that belief. That's that's me all balled up. So that's why I set it off with just like, boom, I'm finna set it off now. So what got you into music? What got me into music? Man, it's, it's uh, my family. My, my dad played guitar. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, man, like everybody always hear, man, going to church. 
Yeah. Yeah. Going to That's church, man. It's just foundation. Spiritual, man. That foundation. Like um music from my mom singing, man, in the kitchen, man, or singing and uh when when times was down and, and going to church and just feeling and hearing the instruments, hearing the music and then getting hooked into rap and right. I'm talking about like hooked into rap way back. I'm talking about when Kumo D and mm. Big Daddy Kane and like uh, EPMD and then like, the Legends Slick came out. Rick you know what I'm saying? Slick them. Rick and all yeah. them and, and Eric B and Rakim and right, right. you know what I'm saying? All the way down, traveling down. I'm like I just was involved with the music. It just so happened me living my life the way I lived it back then um, in the streets. I done sold drugs. I done did this. I done did that. And meeting somebody while I was in a halfway house right. that was giving me a, a, a willing vessel. A whole different route to get what you want. I wanted to be this big rap star, man, from the time I had scholarships. I didn't feel it no more. Right. So I'm saying I can relate to people that's like, uh, stuck in life where like, you may come from grammar school to middle school to high school and like, I want to do this, I want to do this. And when you reach, when you get out of high school, sometimes you don't know what the hell you want to do. Absolutely. Get stuck. You don't you know where you get stuck like Chuck. It's, especially you know what in the communities that we come from. Exactly. Bruh, yes. You like, know what I'm saying? And, and I try to tell people, man, even with my kids, like, you gonna change your mind a thousand a times. A thousand times, absolutely. Facts. <laughs> uh, you gonna change, yeah, but you gotta attack it. You gotta attack right. it hard, man. W- whatever you do, whatever you, you strive at, whatever that little niche is, man, you gotta just go hard and go get it. Yeah. And um, I got introduced to wrestling because I was trying to get a guy named Jack Crockett, who believed in me in a halfway house. That's that's deep within itself. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. You got criminals in there, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Criminals. Right. So like he believed in me. Criminals. Yeah. And I tried to, I tried to get him to invest in my music. And he was like, nah, God told me to give back to you, man. And, and it's not going to be no money. You know, honestly, ain't nobody going to just give you no money because you said you're the uh, hot rapper. Right. right. And I was actually whack back then. I was, <laughs> but, hey, I was so whack that it was cool and it was good. And it was like, man, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. do your little the thing. Effort. You be doing that. Yeah, 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 it was the effort. effort. The effort got me over. But uh, Crockett <laughs> believed in me, man, uh, in a halfway house. And uh, I actually turned him down for two years because I thought he what? wanted me to. I thought he wanted me to cut his grass or something. I didn't, <laughs> I had no idea who he was. Right, right, but right. Crockett was him and his brothers brought wrestling to the South. That's okay. when Ric Flair, Magnum T.A., Dusty Rose, all the legends you heard. Yeah, man. yeah. So it's like um, he came and picked me up. I didn't have nothing else to depend on but going back to the street to hustle, or going back to doing what I was doing to get money. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, okay, I don't have a kid now. It's time for me to grow up now. Yeah. Uh, the rap thing ain't happening. Ain't nobody giving me nothing. No okay. money. You know what I'm saying? So um, I did it. Yeah. I went a different route, man. It didn't cost me nothing. I remember him taking me to one WCW show. And um, he was sitting beside me. And I saw Ric Flair come down the ring, man. And uh, when his music hit, dog, his music hit. And you got to think now, bro. I'm coming from like the right, 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 my right. first show. So right. you the, you're not familiar with No, anybody. whole right. different world. The music hit, man, and the people, the energy, just like, it was like, oh, what the, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And it was just, man, he started coming down and Crockett looked in my ear. He was like, see, that could be you right there, dancing and rapping. And when you get in the ring, you know what I'm saying? You can dance, you can duck and dodge and do your thing, man. And then you can, boom, we can fight. He pretty much was giving me that, you know what I'm saying, to, to mold me into that. Yeah. But he started me, he said, well, I'm glad you see this. The only way to get the, to get here." It's to go from here. And I'm talking about, I was making $20, man. I started off making 5 to 10 15 $20. Sometimes I got paid hot dogs. But look, <laughs> yeah, I'm being it's straight a, up with you. That's it's the grind. And that's the indies. And that was like um going to learning how to uh, put a ring together, right. what a ring's made of. Uh, you got to have like 
even being trained, you got to have uh, psychology and ring awareness. Right. Like I can land anywhere in that, in that ring. I should know where I'm at. Right. I should know how to. Like, you know what I'm saying? To know, so like the foundation. Yeah, you got to know everything. Yeah. So he, I went from that to like managing to being a wrestler to like he was like, I think you're ready, and um, started doing independence, man. Here and there, I did independence for like maybe six months, mm-hmm. and uh, Manny Fernandez, the Raging Bull, saw me, and um, he's like, Hey, man, you got something, and um, again, God told me to give back to you. So um, he said, I want to train you. He said, I'm going to train you how to take care of yourself first, then I'll teach you how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. And, like, just with that knowledge of, like, not just taking care of myself, I'm talking about, like, politically, mm-hmm. um, emotionally, physically, uh, mentally. Right. Like, because, like, just doing this, $5, $20, you can't pay no bills. At no. all. You, if you with somebody, like, what, what are you putting in on right. this? You know what I'm saying? So it's like. It's a lot that you go through, man, just to like get there. But I did it though, independent for like maybe three to four years. And, um, this is how God just made my, my footsteps where like I already know what, I mean, that saddle. Right. So it's like, um, <laughs> I get to the NWA wild side and I remember, um, I was there for maybe a year, two years and Rick Michaels, um, him and his dad did the, t- the TV tapings there. Right, right. And he said, man, you should send a tape into WWE, man. I bet they're assigned you. And I'm like, a tape? I said, I'm, I'm having fun just doing this. Bro. I'm like, and guys are like, dude, no, you have to leave. You have to go. You, you a star. You put the beat this and that. Like, and I wouldn't, that sell, I wouldn't sell no dope no more. I wouldn't right. like yeah. on the street. I wouldn't, I was doing something like, and that was that different lane. I, I tasted that blood. Right. Crocodile always said, I want you to taste the blood. I know you're ready. But bro, he, his dad made me a tape and, uh, he said, I don't want you to do just send it in. Sent it in. I got called from Vince McMahon two weeks later. Wow. Flew me straight up to Connecticut. When something's meant. When it's, it's meant. meant. Yes. Definitely. So you talked about, I want to bring it back a little bit. You talked about that picture with uh, Tupac. Right. You also have one with Eazy-E. How did you get into that moment? I got this, I got this picture. Hold on one second. Just, <laughs> yeah. Because that picture been floating right. around for That's a minute. That's me. That's me. And yeah. That picture been floating around for a minute. <laughs> Hey, and I heard cross colors coming back, so I was doing that way back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they told me they're coming back. Yeah. yeah, man, that was uh back in my days, man. When That's I was man, I was um I was street hustling, man, to like make money to like I was rapping back then. Right, right. and uh, I had dancers. Uh, I was opening shows, man, for um, Tracy Spencer, Kwame, Chubb Rock, um, and I was going to these Jack the Rapper conventions everywhere, man. Right, right. Just to like. Rub elbows. Back then, it was totally different, man. You take your demo, you take your, your stuff. You know what I'm saying? You got your yeah, your whole yeah, kit with yeah. you, man. So I was I was meeting Pac and uh, all these guys, man, way back then at the convention. Pac had just like left Digital Underground. He did uh, Juice then. Okay. So he was like, so he was already like, he was already like, yeah. like him and uh, him and Tretch was like this right here from all about nature. Right, right, right. And like I remember, man, being at one of the conventions, and um, it was like, man, just just hang with us, just hang with us, and just watching him work. And, and him being the icon that he was, you know what I'm saying? Right. Rest his soul, man. But it's like watching him work and seeing the glow, the glow he had and the effect he had on people. I would watch people just admire him because of what he knew, the knowledge he yeah. would drop, the smarts he had, stuff like that. And Or watching Ric Flair come down and be able to control the crowd. Watching Rock be able to control the crowd. I, I not only watch that celebrity or that superstar or something to learn something from them or people that I, I look up to, I watch people around them to see if they feel that energy, feel that mm-hmm. what that that relateness. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you're able you're able to do that in your career now when you come out into yes. the ring and relate yes. to the crowd and get them involved. Um, but going back to the music, you, you mentioned a lot of like New York rappers. Obviously, rap started in like the Bronx yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah. And you being from North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you incorporate your style, since especially when rapping start like started and whatnot, to incorporate? Your own flavor into into rap. 
this gonna sound crazy as hell, <laughs> but like I do me. Right. That's it. I do me. I, 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 I'm that good the way it fits. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, I got I got like thirty some songs done. Like uh, me and my producer when we uh, joined up, we're like, man. He's like, dude, we should drop a single every four to six weeks. Just flood the market. Just flood. That's how many songs I got, mm-hmm. and, and they're all good, legit songs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're like, um, my genre goes from. I got a rock song on there. I got some R&B stuff on there. I got a country song on there. So it's like there's no genre I'm not hitting. There's right. like almost like there's no person I can't touch. I feel like yeah. that. There's no coast that I'm – there's no way, in the, no place in the world that I've been to. And I've been pretty much everywhere yeah. that I don't get love from. Yeah. So it's like um, I think it's just about you having some dope-ass music. And them just liking you. Yeah, yeah. organically, right? Organically. Man. I, I just go for the feel. Who would you say are your Im- inspirations when it comes to music? Oh, man. Ooh, you hit me with that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them because, like, you got to see, I, I, I like I like EDM artists. I, I like West Coast rappers. Right. I like New York rappers. I like Dirty South Atlanta. I like Memphis-style rappers. There's so many guys that that's, um, took the game and took it to another level. Right. I mean, when you go to like, if you're starting up, if you're going from one of the guys I listen to a lot of time is like Meek Mill. Um, so much like he's, he don't get the props he deserves. Like he's one of the artists I, I always play. When I'm getting ready to go work out, that's what I start with. When I'm getting ready to stretch out before a match, that's, it's, I play Meek Mill. His latest album was, was pretty good. It, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's like him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jay Z, um, Master P from what he did, uh, T.I., what he did, um, Timberland, what they did. Right, so, right. so, like, I just respect anybody like that brings their flavor mm. and just sprinkle it and sauce it up, and people just like it because it's dope. Right. Exactly. Definitely. So, you named a lot of dope artists. Is, is there any artist that you would love to work with, like one of your singles, or maybe are you putting an album together in the future? Oh, uh, man. Bro, oh, man. It's a lot of artists I like to work with, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bro, all the way from, from Meek. I'd love to do something with Meek. Uh, future, definitely Future. Um, T.I.? Yeah. Um, How about J. Cole? J. Cole? <laughs> the Baby? The Baby's um, definitely hot. I do something with Hover, too, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's limited without anybody. So how do you feel, you being a, an artist and then obviously a wrestler, how do you juggle both lives? You do. You just do it. You make it. You make it. You, yeah. you, you have to do it. Yeah. You, either you do it or it's going to do you. Right. And yeah. you're done. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like the word can't starts with the word can. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, you just adding that T to it. That T don't exist to me. What yeah. the hell I'm carrying the one for? What, you know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> you, you, you suck it up. You make a way. It, it's, not, it's not easy. Right. But I've had so many adversities, but it's like there's times that I have to push myself. There's times that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like. You just make it happen. I'm a family guy. I got kids. I got a wife. So it's like you just make it happen. You make it work. It ain't but 24 hours in a day, so you just pick them out to, like, do what you have to do. Yeah, and that's something I can tell you attest to, like, having kids and, like, having somebody to take care of. That's that. That's extra, a job by itself, That's man. the extra motivation, like, yo. Right. Yeah, that makes you get out and go do it, right? <laughs> I get this brand man. anyway. Like, anyway, yeah, I mean. over here talking this stuff. I'm saying, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, you got to be segment. there, especially when you're growing Growing up, when you're trying to raise a son, and you got to treat them to show them the right way to do yes. it, raise a daughter, make sure she's a queen. Bro, you have to be there for those moments. Exactly. And like uh, with my schedule, man, we'll be going a lot, me doing things. My kids, came, they come up with, 
knowing what daddy does. Right, right. So, so it's automatically or organically support there. Right. They they know when daddy's gone or daddy's out of town. There's a lot of birthdays and graduation. There's so much stuff I've missed over the career of my life. Mm-hmm. They're like, I carry with me. But I released that when I hit the ring or when I hit the stage or when people tell me, man, hey, man, I, I grew up watching you. Or my grandfather grew up watching you. Man, mm-hmm. I, I used to watch you with my grandmother. Or me and my kids, man, it's not like... I have a whole class of generations that I like um, sacrifice to that like give it back to me every time they talk to me. Every time they show the appreciation of me making my sacrifice, right, bro? I'm winning every time. Yeah, and definitely you can say that you're not a rookie in this in terms of music no. or when it comes to wrestling. But you do stay with the times, and one of the ways you do that is with your social media. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, to me, I feel TikToks. like like the TikToks. <laughs> the it's always yeah. entertaining. I'm like, yo, what's next? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so man. what keeps you like what keeps you in the loop with those kind of things? Um, staying relevant, staying relevant, and uh, keeping up with the time, man, and changing. Right. You can you, if you don't want nothing, you can expect change. It's gonna come. Either you're gonna change with it or it's gonna change you, man. So it's like, yeah. When TikTok came out, man, and, and Instagram and social media, man, and all this stuff, man, it's like people take to it. That, that's the way you can communicate with people that's across the world and like everywhere. So it's like you have to adapt. It's almost like you would look at me weird if I had a flip phone right now, with right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like once the social media kicked in, man, and I like, bro, I like. Good energy. I like right. I like making people laugh. I like seeing people laugh. Um, I like making people feel good. So it's like if I can do that, man, and be funny, I, I know how to be funny. Right. I know how to, I can I can make people laugh. What you sure it, do. <laughs> bring it to wrestling real quick. It was a segment with uh right before Rumble, and you had that segment with Brock. And like yes. we go back and forth in regards to Lenza, but I'm like, yo, leave it to, to truth uh, yeah. to make it more entertaining than what it should have been. So, you know, it's definitely like you definitely have a knack for just constantly yes. entertaining us and just making us laugh, definitely. Oh, uh, that was like a um a little bet in the bag everybody was doing. It was like a don't tell Brock. We're not gonna tell Brock what I'm gonna say. He didn't even know. It, what it I'm looked say. like it was yeah, just yeah. organic, yeah. 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 And um he just he just knew how it was supposed to end, but he didn't know what I was gonna say. And was like, <laughs> we got to see if you can make Brock laugh. He's not gonna laugh. He's never laughed for all this. See if you can make him laugh. And Paul was like betting. He's like, I bet Truth can do. it. I bet he can do it. And man, when we did, I'm like trying not to laugh <laughs> because I know Brock's about to laugh when right, I right, say this. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm really like I'm getting up in your grill. I'm ready to do something to you. It's gonna be me and you this and that. And then I was like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, and um, man, actually, man, Brock is like one of the coolest dudes in the business, man. Really? Yeah, man. He's he's, he's Brock. He's a beast. Yeah. Right. He, he's and he's legitimately what he is. Right. Definitely. Um, and I think a lot of people don't realize moving from Brock, but with you, like you've been in the industry for a long, long time. Yeah. I, I know I was watching wrestling since I was eight, nine, so that's like the attitude I run. Yes. And you were... That's when I came you, in. You used to be K-Quick. Yes, yes. With Road Dog. With Road Dog. I was actually mad about to quit that day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, really? Man, Why? I was quit. Young, immature, and okay. I got discouraged. Mm. Yeah, so, hey, you know, I just get discouraged. You get discouraged yeah. and uh you got to think, I done already took on this whole different path, and I'm away from my family. I done had kids now, so I'm away from my family, single parent, and it's like I'm driving 10 hours back and forth from Memphis where I was at in uh, developmental camp. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm training to learn how to, like, really, you know what I'm saying, come into this character. And um, it was just, my, it was just 
different lane for me, man. And um, I was getting stressed and, and wasn't making the money and didn't see the glamour to go. I, this ain't what I saw Rick Flood doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I was always thinking that. But it's like I was good there. I right. was like um, the Southern, Southern Heavyweight Champ there. I, I was like, mm-hmm. I done made some noise in Memphis. Everybody knew me. Like I was working with Lawler. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right, it's right. like one day, one TV taping, I think it was the week before I was supposed to quit. Road Dog and his wife was on vacation, and they came down to the TV taping. And um, when I went to the ring, um, he said, uh, "Guys came back and said, hey, Road Dog was asking about you. Was you really rapping and dancing? Was that really you?' Because he came out to go see me at the curtains, and um, he told the um, talent relations guy, he said, "Hey, that's my new tag team partner." Oh, uh, and uh, yeah. So when I came back, he uh, he said, "Hey, hey, my name's uh, Brian James." Blah blah. He said, "Was that you rapping?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he was like, bro, he said, would you like to be my tag partner? I was like, shit. You, <laughs> I mean, you road dog, man. He said, yeah, Billy was hurt at that time. And um, he's like, man, I'd like you to be my partner. I said, man, I'm about to quit, man. I said, All right, bro, I ain't, I'm not, yeah. I can't do this no more, man. I, said, I need I to go back it. to the, yeah, I'm, 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 he said, bro, I know how it is to get discouraged. I, I know your whole story, where you come from. He said, if you give me one month, I'll have you out of here and I'll have you on TV. Wow. And, and like, sure enough, like, y'all were, y'all was a dope tag team. It was like less than that. That uh, this one WWE uh, of New York was around the restaurant. Right, right, right. Yeah, I man. I, miss I remember. I'm glad I, I, I never got a chance to. Visit. I remember. Really? I remember passing it and seeing it all the time. Yeah. Right on Times Square, man. So um, that's where like a uh, Road Dog and K Quick was like birthed at. Right. Like, we went in the studio, man, and um, he let me write the whole Get Rowdy song, man, and he helped him pitch. I was going to ask whose idea was uh, the theme song. It was. You, um, it had to be you, of course. Yes, but it was like when he saw me in Memphis, he was like. Um, he knew I did music. Yeah. Oh, this is a funny story. He um went and asked him for some money. At that time, you can go get money off your contract. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he said, um, he said, can you do our music? I said, yeah. He said, um, you produce our music, uh, do our music. He said, what do you need to do it? I said, well, my studio equipment is like kind of crappy. I'm saying, I'm still on the SP 1200s. And he said, how much you need? I said, about. Ten grand. He said, I'll, "I have it to you tomorrow." What? So he, bro, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So he went in and uh, went to the office and told him he wanted to check for ten grand. It was like, "Well, what do you want that for, Brian?" He's like, "I'm going to go buy quick some new music equipment uh, so he can do our music." And it was like, "Oh, well, well, let us take care of that. We'll we'll take care of all that." So they actually took care of it and sent it to the studio instead. Right, right. And he still bought me some music equipment. <laughs> yeah, just for me to be able to do it at Stand-up home because he knew I liked my music. Yeah, right, Road Dog right. was like, and when I came into the business with. Uh, to get rowdy thing, me and Road Dog, I was always in. I came right. in with Crockett. So it was like, everybody was like, oh, that's Crockett's guy, that's Crockett's guy. Mm-hmm. Then when I got to uh, WWF, WWE now, uh, it was like, oh, that's K Quick, that's Road Dog's boy. That's, mm-hmm. so, that's what DX. Right, so right. I was like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was like, I was the cool dude. It was yeah. <laughs> boom right there. I was the one that was giving it that, that swag it needed, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. so it fit. How much more? How much uh, hands do you have in your music right now? Like, do you just write the lyrics and then you have a producer that you work with directly, or me and uh, J Tracks, uh, my manager slash producer, we write stuff. Uh, yeah. Bro, he got me on a whole different weight of like, uh, I would write like somebody would send me the beat, so I would make it myself, or I would buy the beat or whatever, and I would write at home. It would take me like weeks to write, so I would write at home. This is me producing stuff, and when I got with him, dog, <laughs> this dude was like, man, um. It took us a while to like he learned me, he learned me and he's like, We write songs like he just had me come to the house, we just sit there and write a song while he's talking to me. That's that's awesome. I mean, like he's real he's a real, real artist though. He's like right. took me and like transformed me almost like I say, always reinventing yourself and changing with time. He took me and just like gave me that flip inside out with like learning the way like 
to learning the way to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? How, how you do it the right way with quality and with that pizzazz with it. Right. So it's like, we sit there and write, man. It's times I don't, I'm driving to Atlanta. He done got the song already done. By the time I get there, <laughs> I just got to learn it. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right, it's right. like the formula we use and the way we do it, man, it's like, I wouldn't have it any other way, man. I feel like it's just time for me to like, set it off now. now right, like, right. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It always goes back to that because I feel like I'm suited up now. Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, I'm just like, I'm ready to do it. I was definitely going to ask you, what is, how did it come together when it came to set it off? Like, How was that vibe when it was recording? It's definitely catchy. It's definitely like <laughs> set it off. We gotta listen to in a few because yeah. actually set it off wasn't our first pick. Really? really? No, it was not. It wasn't our first pick. We had um we got like I got like thirty songs and he was like, Man, we have to like pick, man. So we narrowed it down to the five. And once we narrowed it down to the five, and I think set it off was like number five. <laughs> it was like yes, and we narrowed it down and then tracks was like, Man, I think we shouldn't put the hot one out first. Put the next to the hot one out first. Mm. And we always felt like set off with yeah, the next to the hot one. Yeah. And when hit him up come out, you will see why. Right, right. Gotcha. And, this and, is pretty set it up. Set it up is really like, and it's cool to see a lot of your like your your peers, your coworkers like supporting you. Yes, and like that. yes, yes. They've always supported me, and I'm just so proud of like set it off. Uh, pretty much introducing myself back to like my roots. Definitely, definitely. That's pretty much what it is. And so like. Uh, we track said this thing in the current time. He was like, man, he said, we did it. Because, like, we went, uh, we did a million on World Stars' homepage, like, in less than 24 hours. Right. So that was, like, cool. So it was like, bro, our thing is, they see us now. Right. Yeah. Second single, they're going to believe. By the third single, they're going to commit. Absolutely. Boom. So, so with all that. those with all the songs that you said you, you've written and what have you, do you plan on coming out with an album soon? <sighs> If it gets like really, 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 really demanded, really <laughs> demanded, yeah, yeah. Cause we wanna, I'm like, uh, I'm giddy on the fact of just doing a single every four to uh, six weeks. It kind of like keep people anticipated, and yeah. I don't want to blow my whole load first. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. which yeah, I could. What they want though. I, I'm, I'm dedicated to that. Yeah. If they ask for it like that, boom, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it, and I'll still um, reinvent myself again. As you should in this yeah. industry, you definitely have yeah, to. Yeah, better. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you real quick just touch a little bit of wrestling uh, what was one of your favorite 24-7 moments you see we got, we got a shot oh man <laughs> you about a, a 205 time oh my goodness <laughs> something it's, like that it's so funny it's, it's ridiculous man like, <laughs> I think it's like 34, 35 yeah, yeah, yeah man yeah. Um, one of my best moments yeah. um, probably one on the tarmac man cause it's like we was in um we were going to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and um, The one on the plane. Yes. That was yes. we would be posted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, man, that was just um, an out-of-the-blue type thing. Uh, right. we, we, on the plane, they had to fuel up. And I think we landed, I don't know if it was Turkey or somewhere we had landed. And so they were just fueling the plane up. And um, one of the producers, Johnny Ace, he was like, hey, Truth, it would be funny if uh, you did some 24-7 stuff out there on the tarmac. And then I looked at him, he looked at me, he said, let's do it, get the camera crew. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, and we just made the whole 24-7 thing, like, that whole trip right there. And then um, I got to see my second favorite one was uh, the honeymoon, Drake's honeymoon. Oh, yeah, yeah that, was, that was like, that was hilarious. Yes, I love that one. It's so funny, when discussing the 24-7 title, like, I think, like, the initial reaction from, like, I guess fans, they were like, you know, yeah. what's this? And then we, if this is not like title? a hardcore, exactly. <laughs> right, but right. We want. 
I know for me, I gravitated to it, especially just seeing you just like what you and Carmella was doing with it. It was yes. it was entertaining. It was actually a, a, a breath of fresh air. And it was like a spontaneous on the spot stuff. And it was cool how like um <laughs> they would come to me like Vince said, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, I need something to go off of or whatever. <laughs> like, man, like and I was like we spitball. Right. And right. it would like just like come off. Then certain times Vince was like, uh, no, I don't like that. I'm like, this would be funny. This right here, this would be funny. Do this right here. Uh, tell truth, add something to it. And so he was like, it was just spontaneous, funny stuff that was meant to be for social media. And that's what I hate when you mentioned Vince McMahon. I've heard this that you're one of his guys because you're reliable in the sense of like whatever you he asks, is, it's like it's like the camera go and you just do what you got to do. Oh man, I. <laughs> <laughs> I make chicken salad out of poop. There you so, go. Like, that's what we do with life, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, lemon lemonade. Right? Go all, yeah, <laughs> man. It ain't gonna always be your flavor. It ain't gonna always be what you want all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm working. Yeah. And, and you'd be surprised how I many people don't uh, <laughs> tweet or leave on social media. <laughs> hey, you should you should do something else. Won't you just do them doing my job? <laughs> yeah, man, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, you shouldn't even do that, truth. Why would you do that? Yeah, so it's everyone like everyone swear they're a writer, or a producer, writer or something yeah. on social media. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, almost like um, me staying on top of my game. Like, man, bro, you can give me anything. Yeah, you can give All me right. anything, and I make it work. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. one last question, wrestling related, before we play your hot single, set it off. Yeah, we in WrestleMania um season. What's your favorite WrestleMania moment? Oh man, <laughs> probably my boy Roman Reigns beat Taker. I mean, that, really? I, I, I was happy for him, man. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. really, I, I mean, Taker is like this, and I love Take. Right. I love Taker. But um, I was I was happy for my boy. You know what I'm saying? I was happy for my dog, man. He deserved that. And um, it was, a, it's, it blew his mind, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like me being close to him like I am, I, I was happy to see him happy. I have one last question. Just being like, in regards to wrestling, us being people of color, I know, like, in an interview years ago, I think when you were in Ring of Honor, you mentioned how, not to mention any names, but someone mentioned to you that wrestling is a white, male-dominated sport. And today, like, today's era, when you see so many talented black superstars such as yourself, do you feel that's the same narrative? No, I think it's, we, we've come a long way. Right. Um as now, uh, you can go up there, you can see so many champions. Look what Kofi just did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, and, and my character, I, I've held, so I've held a championship, a title everywhere I went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, NWA. NWA first. Um, African American. Um, yeah. Anywhere I went, whether it was independence or wherever, I, I've, I've done that. Right. And I think, man, like it's, the world is, it's going to be the world. Right. And, and it's gonna change, then it's not gonna change. Yeah, I think, like I said, it's all within us to adapt and, and break stereotypes and break the norm and just like evolve, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it was hard then, but like now, dog, it's it's so much, so many doors that's been open now, and like we're making money now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing our thing now. We're being seen now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like so many like our color kids come up to me and like, hey, man, I'm I'm happy for seeing you. That was, those are some of the moments that take away my sacrifice because I'm like, oh, I just inspired this kid right here. Right, I just, you know what I'm saying, see one of us on TV and, and feel like, hey, I can be that. I can do that. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us here no on doubt, the Mixed no Tag doubt, Show. No doubt. If you haven't, follow us on Twitter at the Mixed Tag Show or at Miss Jenna Baby, B-A-Y-B-E or, or it's, sim- it's Simply Blue with two S's in the middle or at 
Ron Killings One. And now we're about to play his hottest single right now. You want to introduce it? Uh-huh. Hey, this is just the beginning of the beginning. That's it. Uh, set it Taking off. over. Uh-huh. You going to do a TikTok for this one? Yeah, I'm working on one. <laughs> Shout out to our truth in the building right now. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming by. Nah, thanks for having me by. Thank you. No problem. Y'all keep in touch. No problem. Shout. Yeah. Next thing will bring me back. We got you. We got you. You said you have about five of them, so you have to come back about five times. Yeah. I'm going to hold y'all to that. Yo, we here. Boom. Ah, yeah. <laughs> we got that yeah. one more match in him. Like it's lit. Yeah. He just asked me about uh, walking him down with that again. Oh, really? See? In the MMA fight, yeah. See? Yeah. And that's what um, when I'm wrestling, and I hit those those moves, when I hit the walls, when I hit the flaws, when I hit the shoes, when I hit the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like the kids, they re- I relate to them. Yeah. My knees. <laughs> yeah, man. Gotta keep him oiled up, man. Yeah, Gotta keep him no up. Yeah. If he's doing it, there's no mm-hmm. excuse. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the mixed tag show. Booyah. <laughs>